Okay, we are here with Arthur from the Inland Empire Bike Inland Ride or Empire Century Bike Ride. Century Bike Ride. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw you last year. Okay. Uh, and saw you guys do the turnaround. So I guess the first thing is, what do you guys do, and how long? Okay. Well, that's an excellent question, and I can go two different directions, and maybe I can touch on both of those. Historically, this bike ride has been in existence for about 40 years. In fact, this is the 39th anniversary. Wow. I cannot tell you exactly how long it's been coming through Benton City, but it's been at least 20 years that that bike ride has touched Benton City. So we took it over from a bike club about 15 years ago. We being? The Qantas Club. Okay. Originally, it was uh, established, it was set up by a bunch of bike riders, cyclists, and uh, it was a simple thing. A bunch of guys went out riding every, you know, once, once a year, called all their friends, collected some money for a keg, and after it was over with, it was, that was fun. Right. Well, after a while, there got to be so many people, you start creating problems. You are traveling on uh, county roads, city roads, right. federal highways, state roads, and uh, insurance issues were coming up. So the bike club decided they did not want to be managing a bike ride. They did not want the administrative headaches associated with a bike ride. They just wanted to ride bikes. <laughs> so they uh, they decided to come to a community organization to have them become the administrators of the bike ride. That's when they came to us and said, we'd like for you to take it over. We believe it's a worthy project. It has potential uh, for generating revenue that you can turn back into the community okay. and do great things. So. We agreed to take it on, and so we did somewhat of a, an apprenticeship for two or three years. We we both ran the bike ride. And you said, when did the Qantas take it over? About f 15 years ago. 15 years, okay. Yeah. Okay. So two or three years, we had, there was a mix, bike club members, Qantas club members working side by side till we learned what this was all about. And so we've been running it now, you know, ourselves, and we, uh, it's grown and grown over the years, and as it grows, it gets a little more complicated. Right. And, uh, and, and we uh, spent the first probably eight or nine years using their business model, and I, I repeat, their business model they, they had was collecting a few bucks from the riders, right. paying for the beer. And when you're a Kiwanis Club, that's a big no-no. Uh, we cannot take money from riders and go buy beer with it. Right. It's it, it's, right. It's a, no, that's uh, right. And it's probably a good time to, to say what Kiwanis is. Right. It's an international organization that's established solely for the purpose of supporting kids within your own local community. Okay. Uh, Rotary does some of that, Lions does some of that, but Kiwanis, that is the centerpiece of what a Kiwanis Club is. Okay. Any money that we get from a project like this, we have to 
we have different ways of putting it back into the community. Coming back to the uh, Century bike ride, now I'm assuming it's 100 miles or do you have breakdowns of the how far that somebody wants to travel? Yes, this is, uh, this is one of the beauties of our particular ride. It's called a ride, not a race. Right. And it's broken down into four different routes. First route is 25 miles, then 50 miles, 75 miles, and 100 miles. The 25 miles is typically uh, ridden by casual bike riders to get the bicycle out once, twice a weekend, ride up and down the neighborhood, right. and this type of thing. And uh, it says 25 miles, but uh, if you're familiar with Tri-Cities, a lot of people will ride out of Columbia Park, cross the Cable Bridge, come through Kennewick on the north side of the, the river, stop in Pasco, get in the car and go home. That's about 12 miles. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. And so, but they've had a nice day. They're out in the sunshine, yeah. enjoying the family, but they're they're casual cyclists. And then we have people that you typically see in Benton City. These are 50 miles, 75 miles, or 100 miles. They are very serious cyclists. It takes a lot of dedication, commitment. To hop on a bicycle and 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 travel a hundred miles. Right. My uh, Earth mom has uh, actually has done a one hundred, and I've seen the time that she took to build up to that level. So that's you yeah, can, uh, that's not a to, joke. That's no, something that's, you work on. That that's a uh, that's a serious one, and and we're sitting right at the the right spot because Weber Canyon, as you know, is a huge. Uh, uphill climb right and uh, I don't even like to drive it in my car <laughs> I can't <laughs> I'm a casual bicycle rider I cannot imagine getting from Kennewick to, to Benton City and then have to do Weber Canyon you'd have to start me like maybe a hundred yards from the top of Weber Canyon <laughs> to get me there so or go down <laughs> yeah or go down so the the, the the wonderful thing about that is there's cyclists that come from Portland, Seattle, further, Spokane. Our location, including Pro uh, Prosser and Benton City, our location is a jewel. It's the only location in the state of Washington and probably the Northwest that you can leave, you can go out in May on a bike ride for 100 miles and 90% of that's going to be outstanding weather. That's true. Okay. That's and and to have the amenities that you have. Right. You can do the wine country, you can do the river, you can do the wheat fields. I mean this right. it's a, it's a paradise if you can imagine coming out of Seattle. Yeah. Uh, um you know, you're a cyclist in Seattle or or, or um, that's Kirkwood. Kirkland or someplace, and that's and you're riding your bicycle long distance. It's not. It's really not conducive. I mean, a lot of traffic, 
a lot of uh, issues running through towns and traffic lights and things like this. Uh, it's not, it, this is why people come here from those areas. It's the earliest time in the year for a serious cyclist to come and test a new bike they just purchased, $3,000 bike, yeah. to get to wear their new $3,000 outfit. <laughs> Things they got from Christmas that, and Safeboard. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, little gadgets they buy, they get to come here and test all of this before they do what's called the STP, which is from Seattle right. to Portland. One of my friends did that. Yeah. He said yeah. It, was, it was a kicker for him. Oh, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a warm-up. A lot of those folks see it as a warm-up to come here, hang out, you know, very nice weather. It's 99% of the time. All oh, 14 years, I think we've had one year when it rained a little bit, and two or three years when the on the old Empire Highway, like a 30-mile-per-hour wind <laughs> facing them, right? <laughs> You're saying it's early in the year. What? Uh, when is it? Exactly? May May ninth. May ninth. It's always the day uh, Saturday before Mother's Day. Oh. And uh, originally we moved it around a little bit to try to get avoid conflicts with other events. But no matter what weekend you have it on, there's something there's going on. There's always yeah. So we had to put our stake in the ground and say we're as good as everybody else. We, you know, we'll <laughs> we're get not our moving. we'll get our share get our share of the business. So if somebody wanted to uh, sign up to ride, what would they need to do? There's two ways, essentially. We have registration forms that can be filled out, and there's a, uh, and mail, and it's just mailed back in to us. Okay. Okay. And that's one way to do it. We get it that way. The other way is to go online. You can register online. 80% of the people do online today. so I'll be sure to get the link, put it yeah, in the description. Yeah, they're all in the, uh, the all that information is in here. It's uh, It's got all of the details, uh, how you register, what you expect, what the okay. routes are, what the cost is, and things like that. It's fully complete. Tells you where the money goes for the most part. Uh, the different organizations that that uh, get the benefit from it, from the, the funds that come into it. Not me specifically, but the average person would probably, if, the, if they started training today, would be able to do the 25 and 50 mile at the most. 25, most, 25. Like, most well, likely. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. That's a good reference point for somebody to have an idea. If I started literally today. There's oh. a couple of other quick things. Okay, that. cool. Everybody that, that registers gets a shirt that comes Excellent. with your registration. That's our very popular logo. Yep. Okay. And we have our sponsors that we recognize on the back. Wow, that's outstanding. Yep. We, we, they get, and uh, we just changed over to these shirts three years ago. It used to be cotton shirts, like cotton undershirts. Right. Yeah. Well, they, we moved to what's called the tech shirts. These are... So they could ride them, use them you, while riding. Yeah, and they, you know, they, if they get wet, they dry out very quickly. They don't hold moisture. Oh, that's and nice. everyone gets one of these to, with their registration. Is there any last thoughts that you'd like to let everybody know? 
Yeah, actually, I'm glad we're doing the podcast here. I'll be very quick. Benton City is, is a critical part of our growth plan. We know there's bike riders in this community, and we will do whatever we, we need to do. This is why we've developed this relationship with the Chamber of Commerce a couple of years ago now to, to partner and build the interest and the ridership from this part of the, from this community. Uh, I, I said I got involved in this about five years ago in the promotional end of it. I've been involved since day one, but I, I got involved in the promotional end of it, and I said, this is ridiculous. Why would we ride through a community who has no interest and no awareness of this event? Right. You know, that's crazy. There's, there's, there's businesses here. There's a diner. There's a bar. There's wineries. There's businesses here that could benefit from four or five hundred people coming to this community. Definitely. Okay. And they're from all around, like you mentioned before. And when I yeah. was last year, I talked to a lot of people that were from out of town. And goes, I never knew this town existed. Precisely. Precisely. So we're we're. It's kind of like the moving the Titanic around. It's a slow process, but it's a deliberate process. Uh, and we just have to be consistent. And each year we, we we get this thing moved a little further towards where it needs to be. We need to have a relationship with this community. Uh, there's an economic benefit. If this is, you know, part of our promotional material that we, we send out, this needs to be a destination point. What's yeah. wrong? What's wrong with the people that come from Seattle, leaving on Sunday to go back, stopping at Mama's Diner for breakfast? I mean, what's breakfast. wrong with that? Yeah, right. That's a great I mean, idea. I mean, we we have to build that community business relationship. 